Good afternoon, it's Catherine Robert with you, keeping you company. And on today's edition of Health Suite, we have Dr. Ng Lok Pui, Clinic Director, SHP Bedok, Chair of SHP Preventive Care Workgroup. Good afternoon, Dr. Ng. Hi, good afternoon, Catherine. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the flu bug and keeping the flu bug at bay. And the flu is something that's very common. A lot of people have it and get it at least, I mean, once a year. So what is the difference between a cold and the flu? Indeed, the symptoms between a common cold as well as flu can be actually very similar. Usually for a common cold, the symptoms are a bit milder. Patients can actually present with just runny nose, they can have a sore throat, they can have a mild cough. Whereas for influenza, most of the time, they can actually have a bit more severe symptoms, for example, fever, they can also have body aches, and sometimes they can feel quite tired with it. Okay, so what are, what are some of the causes of a common cold then? Um, it can actually be caused by quite a number of viruses. Yeah. Whereas for influenza, um, as the name suggests, it's just caused by the influenza virus um, and the strain can actually change from year to year. Okay. What are some flu symptoms and when is a person contagious? Um, the flu symptoms, as I earlier mentioned, a patient can actually have like runny nose, they can have sore throat, they can have cough, fever, body ache. Um, so when they do present with the symptoms, the patient can already be contagious. Okay, so can the flu be caused by something like stress? Um, stress does not directly cause a flu. However, when a person is stressed, um, which probably means that they are actually more tired, the immune system can be a bit lower, they are more susceptible to having a common cold or flu. Okay, so what is the best treatment for a flu then? Um, really, most of the time when patients do come down with a flu, they receive what we call symptomatic treatment, meaning medications that are given to the patient usually help to alleviate their symptoms. For example, if they have a runny nose, we usually give them medications to just reduce the runny nose or reduce the blockage of the nose. If they have a cough, we give them some cough medication, fever, we can give them things like paracetamol for, to control the temperature. In addition to medications, uh, most of the time we'll also advise patients to actually take rest, Okay, drink um, plenty of fluids that will actually help them to recover a bit faster. Why do doctors always say, you know, it's better to drink lots of fluids, especially when you have the flu? How does this help? Well, to keep yourself hydrated is actually an important thing just for daily functions of the body and more so when a person is actually down with a flu. You're probably less likely to fight the virus uh, as well, you know, when you're actually stressed or tired. How do uh, prescription flu medications work? Um, so for flu itself, as I mentioned, usually we give symptomatic treatments. So um, like runny nose, we give things like antihistamine that actually help to reduce the production of mucus in the nose. It helps to dry up the mucus that is already produced and is actually in the nostrils. Um in particular, for influenza, actually, there is a specific antiviral medications that sometimes we do consider for patients. Um, however, they are usually given to patients who might be um, at actually higher risk of having what we call complications from the influenza. Okay, yeah. what sort of complications can come up from this influenza? So um, typically, sometimes patients can actually have problems with their lungs. So it can actually go down to the lungs, causing pneumonia. Um, they can actually have bronchitis. Um, and these are usually more common in high-risk patients. And by that, I refer to um, patients who are actually very, very young or they're very, very old, or those patients who actually have um, existing medical 
conditions like chronic medical diseases, for example, diabetes, heart problems, um, lung diseases, for example, asthma um, or chronic obstructive lung disease. These are typically people who are at higher risk. Right. So these people who who have diabetes and, and, you know, asthma, they're more susceptible to the flu. Is that what you're saying? Um, they're not just only susceptible, but they are actually at a higher risk of having complications from the flu. And therefore, we do actually advise these patients to go for yearly influenza vaccination as a prevention. Okay. What are some of the signs and symptoms that flu may have developed into something a bit more serious like pneumonia? Yes, so um, typically then a patient may have actually a longer duration of the symptoms earlier mentioned, like cough, runny nose. In addition, they probably will run a high fever as well, and that could actually last for days. Um, They typically will feel extremely tired and, you know, that their body ache can be a bit more severe. And sometimes they do actually experience breathlessness even. We are talking to Dr. Ng Lok Pui, the clinic director and chair of SHP Preventive Care Work Group. Okay, so pneumonia, when it comes to pneumonia, how do patients identify that, okay, it, this has gone beyond the flu or, or the common cold, this is now pneumonia? How do they identify that? Yeah, so um, usually if the symptoms of the flu actually go beyond a certain duration, which typically will be about three to five days, so beyond that, um, they may already have problem um, with complications from the influenza, they should check in with a doctor. The other thing is if the fever were to persist as well, okay, or if they actually feel extremely tired, they feel breathless, um, they just feel generally very unwell, this could be actually signs to tell them that they are already having complications of the flu, which is pneumonia. And is pneumonia contagious? Because it's also caused by the influenza, so therefore it can be contagious. Okay. What can one person do to prevent the flu? Um, well, there's several things that a person can do. Um, when the person is otherwise well, um, basically you should try to um, rest as much as you can, right? drink plenty of fluids, basically leading a healthy lifestyle. That's for one. Secondly is look at hygiene. So um, if a person were to uh, basically use anything, um, say touch a service, um, or use anything that's in office or in the school, they try to actually wash their hands first or they can actually use hand sanitizer. So that's keeping hand hygiene. Um, last but not least, as I mentioned earlier, you can actually have the yearly influenza vaccination as well to protect yourself. Um, in addition to that, if a person were to fall sick, that means they have come down with the influenza. We do not want to spread it to people around you. So you may want to actually consider wearing a mask if you really need to go to the crowded places. Okay. And is there other preventive measures that people who already have, like, for example, pneumonia, um, is there anything else that they can do to make sure that it doesn't go on to anybody else? So um, by staying at home, if possible, so that you reduce the spread to people around you. But if you really need to go out to the public, then do wear a mask that will actually help to prevent the spread. Okay. If a person has allergies, for example, does that mean they are more likely to get the flu? Um, There is no correlation between allergies and influenza, actually. Okay. What can adults do in the workplace to prevent the spread of the flu virus? Yeah, so basically... um, person who is actually going to workplace, they could consider actually having the yearly influenza vaccination. Secondly, they should really watch on um, hand hygiene. Um, they should wash their hands as well as uh, 
or they can actually use hand sanitizer before they eat um, or after going to the toilet. Um, then the other thing is that they should consider actually staying at home if they're really sick or if they really need to go to the workplace for something urgent or important, then they should actually consider wearing the mask. Okay, so what would your general comments be for people or advice be for people who, who want to keep the flu bug at bay? Really, you should keep a healthy lifestyle. So drink plenty of fluids every day and have adequate rest. Um, and the other thing is to actually consider the flu vaccination. And that's it? And that, that would be enough to, to keep the flu bug at bay? Um, probably most of it, yeah, will be covered. Okay, Dr. Ng Lok Pui, Clinic Director, SHP Badok, Chair of SHP Preventive Care Work Group. Thank you so much for coming to the studio.